Hey guys, Cannon and Dan here from My Fence Life. I just want to say thank you for listening to our show. And we'd like to invite you to our Facebook page this evening to watch our live show. Go to MyFenceLife.com, hit the link for the uh, Facebook page, it'll take you right there. Hope to see you then. Welcome to My Fence Life's bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day. Dan and Cannon share their phone conversations with each other and conversations with industry leaders and fencers to find out about their day. There's no telling what you'll hear them talking about. This edition of Ask Me About My Day is powered by My Salesman. Woo! The most effective lead qualifying tool on the market saves you precious time and money by pre-qualifying your leads. No, before you go. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, man, what's happening? <sighs> you, uh, you working on this Saturday? Oh, yeah. I yeah. hear you, bro. I'm at the office. We got uh, Stain and Seal University next week in Springfield, Missouri. So uh, I'm here working Saturday. I'll probably be working Sunday, trying to get as much stuff done as we can do. But uh, yeah. anyway, I was working on a little My Fence Life stuff, going through our last show. And I noticed in one of the comments, somebody, well, actually, not somebody, but a guy by the name of Colby Bierman had mentioned about responding to reviews and using them to solicit future customers. And you went ahead and commented to him. And I was like, man, you know what? This is really good information. Let me give Benji a call. Let's record the call. And maybe we can help some people out there because... You've got bizrader.com now, which is right. a platform that will help you regulate and monitor your reviews and weed out bad reviews, really. And not just weed them out, but give you an opportunity to address that bad review, not on the World Wide Web. Right? Right. Yep. And we like to call it a review buffer. So it's kind of a buffer uh, for your reviews. Um, BizRater has been doing a pretty good job with that since we, since we launched it, we did a soft launch and, you know, tested, you were part of the test group. Um, but it's, it's done a really good job of helping people to catch issues before they go public and you can address those issues and convert those into positive reviews. So BizRater is definitely a great way to, you know, uh, catch issues before they go public and to make sure that you're not hesitant about sharing, right? Because you can share this link with, you know, whoever and not even think about worrying about, man, are they going to be okay? Are they going to leave me a four star? Are they going to leave me a three star or whatever? So it allows you to be able to share that and not worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's worked really well for us. I had a customer gave us a raving review and he left a three star. And I was like, what the hell? So I called him up because I did. I went way out of my way for this guy. And I called him. I was like, dude, you left the three-star review. He's like, no, I left the five. Y'all did great. Bye-bye. I was like, look, I'm going to go ahead and shoot the link back over to you. Just go through, click the five-star, and redo it. And he was like, all right. And he went ahead and redid it. Wow. You know, so um, that, that, was, that was one way of catching, you know, a bad review. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I've had some other things that were just 
completely out of hand. People were just, you know, being Karens, right? Right. But then I've had one or two that was like, hey, I need to address these. We addressed yeah. them. And um, now, granted, the customer didn't go back and do a five-star review, but we were able to address it and handle the customer and keep them as a future customer. And we'll get a good review next time. Yeah. Well, we've actually been able to, you know, we have, we have had a couple of clients that we've actually been able to convert three and four star reviews to five star reviews by catching those issues. And usually Clever Fox, you know, we, we kind of help with those troublesome reviews. So when, when we have a client that, that says, hey, you know, they panic and they, they say, hey, I got a bad review. Can you help us respond to this? My first question is always, was it, is it a real review? Is this a legitimate customer? If it is a legitimate customer, tell me about what happened. And then the, the contractor can tell me and tell us about the situation. Then we can take their response and we can actually help and coach how to respond to it in a positive way. Um, if it's a fake review, of course, then we, we flag it and we report it to Google to, to get it removed. Um, but even when you're responding a net into, to a negative review, you want to make sure that you put the right information in the review. So, you know, loading your keywords in your response, loading the city end of the response, things like that. Because um, Google still, of course, you know, they, they're dominating the Internet, Google is. So they're using their own material, whether it be a review or a post on your Google business listing or, or just, you know, any kind of available content that's on the Google platform. They're using that to help rank your business. So as you're getting keywords associated with your business, whether it's in a review or a post or whatever. So it's important to remember those keywords there. So basically what you're telling me is, is whether you like Google or not, you pretty much got to play their game because they're Dude, dominating. They are not only dominating, they are, they are by far the biggest. So, uh, I just was reading some numbers on this the other day. 7.9 billion unique individuals live on planet Earth. 4.3 billion of them use Google to find answers <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> wow. So when I respond to my, my, my reviews, I need to start making some changes because I, when I respond to mine, I'm always like, I always say, thank you, Benji. Uh, we're glad you had a great experience. And uh, we really love how your six-foot pine privacy pressure-treated fence came out. Um, you know, it's going to be a head turn in your neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. I always try to get that in there. But maybe what I need to start doing is, is um, do I need to mention Mandeville, Louisiana, or just Mandeville, or just Covington? or You shouldn't have to mention the state. Google's always trying to pull your proximity in. So they kind of know where your business listing is. So Mandeville, Louisiana is going to be different from Mandeville, Jamaica, for instance. Right, right, right. So maybe so what I, I need to do is, is kind of, you know, because when I, si I sign each and every uh, review, Fence King, and I got the little crown emoji and a little strong emoji. So maybe what I need to start doing is underneath there, putting, you know, uh, you're you know, the leading, the leading uh, fence installer of, and, and name a few cities. My, my three or four main cities. Yeah. And if you can mention like um, our crew really enjoyed working on your 
wood privacy fence in your Mandeville neighborhood, if you can work it into the review and make it organic, uh, the main thing is you don't want it to sound right. like you're jamming the keywords in there, like stuffing the keywords. That's not good, but it needs to sound fluent and you know organic. So you just got to, you know, wherever it fits. Okay. So basically, um, Clever Fox is here for you if you need help responding to a bad review. Because I know when I get a bad one, I'm like, these son of a bitches, I swear, man, we went, you know, we spent a half a day extra over there. We bent over backwards. We tore down fence. We didn't even have to tear down. I'm trying to satisfy a neighbor who isn't even paying me. Right. Because the neighbor is telling my my customer, but you know, so my emotions get involved. So then yeah. I just want to get on there and say, well, you know what? And yeah. I know I've sent you a couple of, hey man, I'm going to respond to this bad review like this, and I've had you respond with, do not respond that way. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and then you and I have a conversation, and then we kind of work on it because I know we. I've got a bad one right now. The guy just literally said too expensive. We submitted right. it to Google like, hey, man, this isn't a valid review. The guy has two words. And guess what? Re- uh, Google said, uh, F you, Dan. We're leaving it up. <laughs> so now I need to respond to it, right? right? And, you know, hey, it's Google's world. They can do whatever the hell they want. If they want to leave it yep. up there, they can leave it up there. So I got to play by their rules. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to respond to it, and I'm going to – probably make it look like i'm just using it for seo purposes you know i don't know but i'm gonna load it up and be like hey man we're the north shore's leading fence installers and you know uh you know if you're looking for a better price then there are other companies out there that that could possibly do it i wish you would have called us and we could have maybe recommended somebody and maybe go down that route with the bad review and try to soften it you know yeah you can definitely do that and i mean Look, you know, it's different for everybody's market, you know. So I know there's some contractors out there that are, are looking for to, to beat everybody in price or whatever, but there's a lot of chuck in the trucks out there. And it's really hard to tell somebody, you know, in a review, if you're looking for a chuck in the truck, you know, uh, if, you're trying to buy, if you're trying to buy a Ford Focus, like you and I talked about this, if you're trying to buy a Ford Focus, you don't go to a Mercedes parking lot. Well, yeah, if you got a Ford Focus budget, you don't go to you know, Mercedes and, you know, and, you know, you know, Ken and I, we've been trying to stray from that Chuck in the truck term because you know what? I was a Chuck in the, a Chuck in the truck when I started. Yeah. And, um, you know, Cannon was like, man, you know, we need to refer to these guys as new business owners that are just starting out. These guys Mm -hmm. might be able to help you, you know? Yeah. And there's definitely there's definitely those out there for sure. You know, and there, and there are some guys out there that are like, hey, man, they're building a good fence. They just don't have their act together. And that's the whole reason why we got this show. Right. Is to help or, those guys. Or they're out there and they're just starting out and they don't have the overhead that, you know, a, a, a more established fence company has so they can keep their price mar- margins lower. Well, right. Yeah. And because they don't have that overhead is the reason why. Uh, Mrs. Jones, who thought we were too expensive, didn't call them because they didn't know how to reach them. Right. They don't even have a Google listing. Good point. You know, Very so um, anyway, man, I think that's a great thing, responding to reviews. I always try to put keywords in it, but I never really thought about the city. 
in my mind, I was thinking Google already knows my business and where it's located. So if I'm responding to the review, it'll pull it up. But I guess maybe putting a city in there just kind of gives it one more little check on box that's checked for them to go, hey, let's use this in an organic search. Right. Most most of uh, defense contractors uh, or service-based industry, they you do work in more than one service area. So Fence King technically is located in Covington, Louisiana, but you know you service Mandeville, Abita Springs, Slidell, right. all these other cities. So in order to get that footprint, that digital footprint that you want, you really need to feed some of those cities to Google so they understand. So the reviews is just one of the ways we do that, um, and we suggest doing that. And another way is um, doing through photos and also post to your business listing yeah i've been posting a lot man um i kind of slacked on it i kind of got into cruise control and was like i'm good i got enough business i don't need to do that but and i'm not doing it because i need more business i'm just doing this so i can stay relevant and stay above and i want to be so far ahead of everybody that they're like man i'm not even going to try to catch dan and the fence king so that's why i'm doing it you know But, uh, man, that was great. That's some great information. I think we just need to call you our uh, Google guru, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you can't think of Google as the enemy. And Google's not out to ruin your business. Google is here to be your friend. So uh, it's always good to find out what your friend likes and then, you know, help them along the way. So, um, you know. Knowing about Google's policies and what they're looking for and the information they they are looking to to get from your business is important. And I think uh, I think too often we we feel like we're fighting against Google and really we're not. We need to be friends with Google and we need to think about what they're looking for, pay attention to policies, and uh, also don't blindly do that. Like that's one thing that I've been saying for years. You don't blindly just shut out your what your clients are looking for to suffice a search engine. No matter how big and how dominant they are, you really need to put out information and content that's relevant to your, your target market. So, for instance, you don't just blindly say, um, you know, I'm going to do this X, Y, Z on my website and uh, because that's what Google wants. And then your users are like confused. They get confused by you know, looking at your website. They can't use your website or whatever. So there's a balance that you have to strike between design and performance, Google performance, which I think is really important in the industry that I'm in. Well, um, I tell you what, man, I got a love-hate relationship with Google. Sometimes I'm like, these son of a bitches. But you know what? I just adjust. It's like that friend, man. I had a guy that used to live across the street from me. He was a friend. Oh, man, it took so much work to be his friend. It was, you know, he was a great guy, but it was like, man, why is it, why is it so difficult to be this guy's friend? And it was one of those friendships that just wasn't easy. It was one of those friendships I had to work at, and I was willing to do it because he was a great guy, and he's, his, his family was great, you know? And that's kind of how I look at Google. It's like, you know what, you're that friend that I really got to work to be a friend with yeah and i really don't have a freaking choice because right. 
my customers are using Google. I'm getting more and more customers that are um, inboxing me through Google in their Google in in the chat. Yes. Okay. And I tell you what, I used to just say, "Hey, give us a call at the office." But if they wanted to, they would have called. That is how the customer wants to communicate. So right. I started communicating with them. Well, the reason why I started doing that is because I was communicating with someone to come out and clean my dryer vent. My dryer wasn't drying clothes like it should have. Called the repairman out. He said, dude, there's nothing wrong with your dryer. You got a vent issue. It's probably clogged. You need to get it clean. I said, all right, let's do it. He said, I don't do that. Okay. So I called. I, I reached out to somebody, and it was like, one o'clock in the morning, man. I'm sitting there drinking bourbon with pepper, doing something, you know. And uh, I just inboxed them, did a chat. Well, the people started chatting with me, but then they just dropped off the face of the earth. Well, guess what happened? Like a day later, maybe? I don't know. I got another chat from I'm like, oh, I got a chat from the guy. Finally, I opened it up. And it wasn't from the guy. It was from Google going, hey, did this conversation solve what you wanted solved <laughs> and i was like holy shit <laughs> i wonder how many of my customers got this and said no right so here's another level or another layer of google that's saying hey you need to work this you need to do your part here and as long as you do we will do it right because now google's finding out hey you know it's it's like it's like when you go on a help and you search and then you read, and at the end it goes, did this, did this search answer your questions? And you can say yes or no. Right. That's what Google's doing. So they're trying to find out, hey, if we're going to sell a customer and direct a customer to you through the chat, and you're not going to be responding to them and handling them and taking care of them like they need to be taken care of, then we're not going to send them to you anymore. We're going to send them to somebody else. And that's why they got half of the... 7.3 billion people in the world that use them because they cater to their users. So right. guess what? We got to cater to how Google wants to serve their users because they're the king here. Right. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. So, so, yeah, they're paying attention to that engagement. They want to see businesses engaging because they know that they're serving the right, the right audience. So they're doing what they can to try to follow uh, you know, search behaviors. And of course, Google's got more money than, than you and I. So they're doing a much better job of being able to research that, take that data and learn from it. And if you have a low engagement, you can look for your Google business listing to start getting bumped because they're going to bump you. If they're not bumping you now, they're going to bump you eventually. So um, you want to be in that top three in that map pack is what we call it. Right. Uh, shows up the first three businesses, you know. Um, so doing engage engaging with your customer through the the Google Chat is definitely uh, one of those things you can do. So you're a full service basically marketing company where not only will we build your website, we'll help maintain your Google listing, we'll help get it all straight and get you on the right track, and uh, so. That's why I love you, man. <laughs> it's like it's like a one-stop shop with Clever Fox. And then on top of that, um, bizrated.com uh, comes out. And now I'm having more control over my reviews. I love that. It gives me an opportunity to talk to the customer and not have it, you know, them being a keyboard warrior and 
the entire world seeing what's going on. I just, I just love that, you know. So look for our listeners. If you go into the uh, comments, you'll see a link to learn more about BizRadar and um, click it, sign up. I think what is what is it running a month? It's seventy five dollars a month. Um, now, don't you have a deal? If you go on uh, cleverfinds.online, you have some package deals, and it's included in one of your packages, right? Correct. Yeah. So we have a few packages. Um, we just launched that this week, Dan. Um, so it was the uh, so if you go to cleverfox.online and look at the top right, there's a fence marketing tab where you can go uh, and see the fence marketing page. We're so grateful to be a part of the fence industry and the things that have gone on. And we've developed some really cool tools, and we're still developing tools out for people. We we really like to be uh, as engaging with our fence contractor family as we can. So we try to work with you. If there's something unique, we're always having fence contractors talking about unique ideas and solutions. So on our fence marketing page toward the bottom, you'll see some packages that we have down, down there. And um, I believe the essential package is the one that has a discount for BizRater and then the ultimate package BizRater is just included. Nice, man. Nice. Well, look, dude, I think maybe we should start doing the uh, the Google Guru phone call and maybe do one of these once a month. And, you know, you think maybe you could get something together for our next step on our Google journey and we can do another phone call in a week or two? Sure, man. Yeah, man. It's not like you don't have enough to do, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, we had uh, My Fence Life and Jackson Fence and Fence King and uh, the 40-plus other fence companies that you're uh you're catering to man we all love you i run into guys all the time and i like, dude, thank you so much for hooking me up with benji and i'm like dude i just i just got lucky and found a guy on linkedin and meshed with him and got drunk at walk-ons the first time we met <laughs> so but anyway man hey look it's saturday i got a lot to do i'm going to visit with caleb up at uh Stainless Steel University that's being hosted by Joe Everest at his place. We're not at his place, but right in his hometown of uh, Springfield, Missouri. And we're going to tour Joe's. Um, we're going to tour Joe's place and see how he's pre-staining. Man, um, I wasn't going to go, but this morning Dylan's like, "Look, you need to go." So I guess I'm going. So um, Benji, Wait. just so you know, I will be contacting Joe today to let him know that I need to record my show in his studio. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to bring like an, I think I'm going to get by an orange shirt. So it'll just be, go. people will like log on and be like, wait, that's not Joe. Man, that guy's a whole lot better looking than Joe though. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man, I got to hit Joe up and see if I can use his studio Wednesday night since I'll be up there and uh, so we can do our live show. So. And it's too bad I can't, can't make that trip. I would uh, love to visit with all those guys. They're they're great. Joe's awesome. Caleb and Ashley, so cool. I loved hanging out with them at last Fence Tech. So I'm looking forward to the next time we can hang out. Well, good deal. Well, look, man, I'm going to let you go. I will talk to you later. And uh, you, uh, I normally say keep on fencing, but you keep on marketing and websiting and Googling or whatever the hell you do over there. <laughs> Nerding out. <laughs> yeah, you just keep making fence companies better over there. Okay, Benji McKinney? Sounds good. All right, man. You have a good one. I'll talk to you later. All right, bro. All right, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. 
And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hitch. And Benji with CleverFox.online, helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Thank you.